0: Moncrief on News Talk. There's not an obvious link between archaeology and kissing, but apparently archaeologists have unearthed evidence of snogging taking place in societies four and a half thousand years ago. That's a thousand years earlier than previously thought, but Clarity Mills suspects that we've always done it. She's a sex educator and professional dominatrix. Afternoon, Clarity.
1: Hello, Sean.
0: It's hard to imagine, really, that at some point somebody thought, oh, I know what will make this better. Let's press, press our lips together.
1: <laughs> yes, and I mean the original—the original date was 3,500 BC. That was in Vedic texts within Hindu and Tantric traditions, which talked about inhaling each other's souls. But it seems like this new study or this new discovery in archaeology has found it even before that. But I suspect humans have been doing it a lot longer.
0: Yeah, <laughs> for all do,
1: history, really. Do, do
0: some people like kissing more than others, though? Do you think?
1: Yeah, so they did a study of 168 cultures and they found that only 46% of them in current day use kissing for romantic purposes. And a lot of that goes back to cultural reasons. So a lot of Aboriginal tribes within Australia and indigenous tribes to Africa don't have romantic kissing as a part of the regular culture, but they would have kissing other types. So for ritual or honorifics between family members, but not in the sexualized or romantic way that like Westerners would do.
0: Oh, so what, it's, that's interesting. Now, I wonder why there is it. maybe kind of a fear of germs or something.
1: Yeah. So actually, if you look at throughout human history, the attitudes about kissing have evolved over time. We have evidence that humans have been doing it for a long time. And actually, evolutionary biologists suspect that the reason why humans are compelled to kiss at all comes from two fairly disgusting origins. The first of which is lots of mammals actually kiss each other so bonobos do it. Dogs do some variation of it. Lots of different mammal species do. But there's also, even before mammals, um, birds would regurgitate into each other's mouth, right? As a mama bird, baby bird kind of scenario. Ah, yeah. And they suspect that some of the er- er- early origins and humans or proto-humans actually came from that background. The other theory about how kissing originated actually came from uh, basically looking at the phenotypes of people. So when Two individuals give each other a good wet sloppy one. Um, There's actually a huge amount of DNA information. So you're exchanging about 80 million different flavors of bacteria to each other if you have any if you kiss any longer than like say 10 seconds. But in addition, male saliva contains testosterone and also major hist- histocompatibility data. So what that means is like we're programmed to not be attract. Women are programmed to not be attracted to the pheromones. And the chemicals of people who are too closely in their gene pool. So, for example, you're not going to find the smell of the sweat of your father or your brother or your first cousin terribly attractive or arousing. But if you are with somebody from a complementary gene pool where you can create fitter young, you actually can become more attracted to them. So, I think the experience that we've all had is where we're really attracted to the scent of somebody. And that goes, and women are more susceptible to to this than men because, you know, in evolutionary biology terms, we need to pick a fitter mate. So kissing is a really great indication because it's a huge download of not only are you seeing the person up close, so you're looking at their teeth, they're looking at the symmetry of their face, they're saying, do these guys have good genes? But you're also then tasting and basically ingesting it, and there's something in what we would call, like, you know, was romantically called the past chemistry, but there is some science behind it now, thankfully, that we can prove that kissing actually can be a good indicator of who you're going to produce the most viable offspring with. Wow, that's extraordinary. though
0: yeah. of oh, when somebody's having a snog, I assume you're not thinking that. Mm, that doesn't <laughs> no, taste right now. No, that no, tastes no, like no. third cousin to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Here goes a little Habsburg-y,
0: Yeah. A little then, so close uh, to the gene pool. Uh, but that, does that also kind of imply then that maybe, you know, when somebody says somebody else is a bad kisser, that that's wildly subjective. And there might be some other reason that people aren't aware of why they would accuse somebody of being a bad kisser.
1: Yeah. So there is, there like bad kissing also relates. It's very cultural. So you sort of touched on this before. So cultures that have more of aversion to germs or tend to be more hygienic cultures, such as Asian, Southeast Asian cultures, tend to use less tongue. Um, More for aesthetic and cultural reasons, whereas in Western culture, we tend to use more tongue. Generally speaking, they did a series of surveys and they found that men liked wetter, sloppier kisses. And the theory is that because their saliva has such a large amount of testosterone in it, and women's cheek um, glands are actually prone to absorb testosterone and actually can accelerate the sexual arousal cycle for women. So they, there are some similarities across cultures where men tend to like more open mouth, more um, sloppier, more saliva, more tongue action, those sorts of things, and women tend to have the feedback, which is like no slower tempo, you know. Yes. (laughs) You know all these different things. So those are commonalities there, but you will see differences culturally based off of those like, kind of virtues I mentioned in like the Asian Asian cultures where hy- hygiene is, is, is paramount. And so the idea of putting your mouth in somebody else's mouth, and as I just mentioned, 80 million bacteria, there's something to that.
0: Mm, yeah, no, that's, <laughs> that, that's fair enough. But like in this part of the world though, clarity is... Is kissing as popular as that ever was, do you think? Or or, or is there maybe a little bit of a... Because, you know, people like men, women will shave every inch of hair off their body and anything <laughs> that might, you know, that there may be... that, that you might a put certain, your mouth on. Yeah, yeah, there's a certain
1: amount of ick
0: now, uh, perhaps associated with going near somebody's mouth.
1: Well, yeah, and what we found is post-COVID is actually there's been a decline in intimacy, intimate physical activity in general, but kissing especially. And you'll see that throughout human history, like at any time of pandemic, so during the plagues of the Middle Ages or, you know, the syphilis outbreak in Europe in the 17th and 18th century or gonorrhea more recently and like, the gay communities. Uh, you'll see that kissing and will decrease as a, as, a, as a way of sexual activity and other kinds of sexual activities like kinks will expand. I think we talked about this actually mm-hmm. when we talked about feet last time. And yeah. so kissing has been a bit on the de- decline since COVID, but it, pandemic aside, it's as popular as ever. And actually because of the pervasiveness of Western culture, where we really extol the virtues of kissing, you're seeing an increase in other communities around the world that would not typically be as open about it or be as into it or would consider it to be a romantic act as, you know, in sexual activity as much as Westerners would. And you're seeing that on the increase. So now they say something like the estimates in the recent study is something like 90% of people kiss within their romantic relationships. Globally. Yeah. Globally. Yeah.
0: Is it... But So, you know, would it be fair to say that if a couple kind of fall out of the habit of kissing each other, both romantically or even when you're going out the door kind of thing, that, you know, that's not a good yeah. sign?
1: Yeah. So there's a study that was done in the 1980s to the late 90s, which basically said that men who kiss their their wives before they go to work live on average five years longer, make 20 to 30 percent more income and have 50 percent fewer car crashes.
0: But in addition, how
1: it impacts. Yeah, huge statistics. Right. And so kiss your wife before you go, kiss your husband before you go. But also there's a correlation as kissing and as intimate and intimate um, behavior decreases in relationships, there's a huge correlation to divorce rates. So if a couple hasn't kissed each other within like t- greater than 12 months, the likelihood of divorce increases by something like 40 to 50 percent for that individual couple. So it's a huge bonding activity. And when you kiss, there is a huge amount of dopamine, endorphins and oxytocin that are released for both parties. And those are the bonding chemicals. So with, a, you know, there are other ways to show intimacy. The kissing is absolutely one of the one of the strongest ones. It's the reason why the first kiss is so significant, because it establishes that bond of that trust, mm-hmm. but also releases all those feel good chemicals as well.
0: Yeah. Now, I, the first kiss in someone's life, you know, the mm-hmm. first proper kiss they have. I wonder, does that kind of set a template in someone's mind, either that it was, you know, the most wonderful experience or an appalling experience?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so people are statistically more likely to remember their first kiss than the first time that they had se- penetrative sex. Yeah. They're more likely to remember it. It's a much more significant experience. And a part of that it has to be because generally people have their first kiss, you know, years or you know, at a different age or era than when they have mm. their <laughs> than when they have their first experience. Yeah, that would have been some
0: sex. night if both things happened. That's true. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> so I'm done. Best secondary school year ever. So that's the idea. Is uh, the first kiss is very significant, and part of that has been romantically extolled between, like, movies. You know, or culturally, you know, uh, proliferated through movies and the emphasis of the first kiss. But the reason why the first kiss is so significant is because it establishes rapport, and the one it establishes the tempo for the rest of the physical interactions that will follow, presumably, mm. within that relationship. It also gives that initial, chem- like, or do we have chemistry? Do we have compatibility? That thing I was, histo- major histocompatibility that I was talking about earlier, like, do I feel attracted to this person or do I find this experience kind of, yeah, you know? And then also it uh, sets up a, a platform for intimacy. So, you know, like the famous pretty woman quote, which is like never on the mouth, like sex workers don't like to kiss on the mouth because yeah. it is such an intimate act. So Neil Gammon, who wrote The Game, the, you know, the secret society of pickup oh, yeah. artists. Yeah, it's great. It's actually a good book. It's actually interesting because there's a lot of science and a lot of statistics that went into it. But one of the tactics to tell us that one of the biggest questions ask is how do you know if somebody wants to kiss you? So because kissing is such an intimate act, if you enter into somebody's personal space, so the recommendation by the pickup artist is to adjust the person's hair. And if the person doesn't flinch or have a negative reaction to you touching their head or their face or their space, then they're probably keen for you to go ahead and lay a smooch on them. That's a little hack from the, okay. the pickup artist. So said. Done.
0: Yeah, that's, I interviewed him years ago. I thought he was creepy.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's improved. He's become a family guy now. Oh, luckily. has he? So. Oh,
0: right.
1: Yeah, okay. yeah, he settled oh. down. He's monogamous. He's he's actually turned into a super nice guy.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, now that he's made all the money, uh, he just exactly uh, he just left millions of incels at his wake. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Oh, God, yeah. exactly. <laughs> can you learn to be a better kisser? In that, like, the first time you do it, you know, you might be, there might be too much tongue, too much drool. That's, that I, I, you know, that can be a, <laughs> a huge factor, I would think.
1: Yeah, like all things, like all things with intimacy. I, like, that's why I think the, the importance of the first kiss is over-exaggerated because people are nervous. It's not their best performance. And like all things related to sex or romance or intimacy, we improve over time. Humans are great learners and they generally tend to be very keen to feedback and response. And a lot of that relates to how comfortable you feel with the person and how good your communication is. So what I always advocate for anybody I talk to or work with is always be honest about what you like and play the monkey see monkey do game. I do to you like do to do unto me what I do to you. And that tends to be how women respond to sex in general is that they'll, they will, you want to know how women like sex, they will show you. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they, they will show you, and then monkeys do, monkey do, or vice versa. You know, yeah, people we will tell you what they like,
0: and we actually don't think about just how many nerve endings we have in our lips and how sensitive it is.
1: Yeah, nerve endings have actually more nerves per square, you know, area than any other part of the body, with the exception of the underhead of the penis and the clitoris. It wow. is the frenulum of the penis. is it it is more nerves per square per square area and lips actually engorge when they we people are aroused up to like fifty percent. Oh really? For the person. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cranky. Absolutely. So Your lips get bigger. Yeah, you know it's, <laughs> they do. And as well as our cheeks. Our cheeks will create more saliva. It, 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 like the body processes that are associated with kissing that are actually kissed up by kissing when people are but when people are mutually into it let's say yes is <laughs> incredible Clarity
0: I'm blowing you kisses right now radio chased radio kisses of course Clarity Mills there uh, the sex educator and a professional dominatrix Moncrief weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.